0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero. The Zen the show. Yo, what's happening? It's and Zenga, and welcome back to The Zenga Show, which is brought to you by Wolf M Tech, a new virtual alternative that provides innovative virtual solutions to amplify the skill sets and voices of purpose-driven entrepreneurs, creatives, and organizations worldwide. Their platform empowers people through the connectivity of technology and learning to connect, create, and build community. Check them out at wolfemtech.com. That's W O F E M T E C H dot. I want to give a big thank you to everyone who has been listening to uh, the show, downloading it, and sharing it on their social media. I really do appreciate all the love and support y'all, y'all have been sending my way and I'm working on something right now to, to really show my appreciation and hopefully, uh, you know, in the next couple weeks or whatever, I can have everything all sorted out to, you know, to really roll this out and show you, you know, my appreciation for everything that you continue to do. Just listening, downloading and sharing and sharing the show. And this is how, I'll be able to grow the show and get it to be bigger and to be able to do bigger and better things. So, thank you. Thank you so much for doing that and your continued support. Now, I'm on a high right now, man. I'm on a really big high. If you don't know, I am a Bills fan. I love the Buffalo Bills and I'm part of the Bills mafia. And over the weekend, we punched our ticket to the AFC championship game for the first time since 1994, which is massive. It's so huge. We beat the, uh, uh, the Baltimore Ravens 17 to three, and this and this shows you how really good and how the Buffalo Bills fans are the best fans in the entire NFL, and if not in any sports, the Bills Mafia. After uh, we won, they went to this um, uh, charity that Lamar Jackson has supported called Blessings in a Book Bag. And just started donating money, bro. And I think the last time I checked, it was over, well over $300,000 in donations that has just come from the Bills Mafia. The best fan base ever, man. These people, they show out, they show love, they show support, ride or die. And this is just coming to fruition, man. The All the Bills Mafia, I, I think we felt that this year was our year. And we have been showing out and showing off. Uh, all year long and I really do believe this what I'm about to say next write this down in stone hold me to it but the Buffalo Bills are going to the Super Bowl this year and it's going to be the Buffalo Bills taking on the Green Bay Packers and it's going to be one hell of a show it's going to be a dog fight but I believe in Allen I believe in Stefan Diggs I believe in the Buffalo Bills defense. We will pull this victory out and become Super Bowl champions. And I'm telling you right now, I, I don't want anyone to call me, to text me, nothing. Just let me be and let me bask in the glory that is unfolding. This has been one hell of a season, man, and I, I just can't wait to uh, for us to take on the Kansas City Chiefs and, and just roll through them, man. If they show up and just play Buffalo Bills football, we are going to the Super Bowl. I was also thinking when I was watching the uh Cleveland Browns take on who do they play again? Kansas City, right? When they took when they played Kansas City, watching Baker Mayfield out there, I kept thinking to myself, that could have been Johnny Manziel. That could have been Johnny Football. But Johnny Manziel had the opportunity being in Cleveland and to help build this franchise and he just pissed it away, man. He pissed it away. And I wonder if he, he's sitting back watching Baker Mayfield on TV just lifting up, carrying his team into the playoffs. (laughs) Like you got to wonder, is this guy really kicking himself and thinking, man, I shouldn't have fucked up the way I did. I should have just, just stayed diligent, done the work that was asked of me and required of me. And that could be me right now. Baker would be on another team. I, I guarantee you he's sitting at home kicking himself, thinking about that. And it just goes to show like, Trust the process. Don't be an idiot when you're presented with a a beautiful opportunity and things will work out in your favor. Who knows what the hell Johnny Manziel is doing right now. Last time I heard he got kicked out of the CFL and he was playing in the XFL, which is no longer a thing, but is going to become a thing in 2022 or 2023. We'll wait and see how that one plays out. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. One of the biggest stories in Ontario in Ontario, Canada, has to be surrounding this um this MPP his name is uh, I think is Roman Barber or Babber Barber I'm going with Babber I don't know but he was removed from the Progressive conservative caucus um over a letter an open letter that he wrote to Premier Doug Ford and Doug Ford said the reason why he kicked him out of caucus was because he is uh, spreading misinformation by calling the restrictions deadlier than covid-19. Now, I read the letter. I didn't take the time to go through and fact check every single number and stat that he put up because that is for someone who has way more way way more time on their hands and and who is much smarter than I am to do all that fact checking stuff. But I think the premise of the entire um letter, right? Of just, you know, the the lockdown is deadly. Is it more deadlier than the COVID-19? Absolutely not. The guy's tripping, but it is pretty detrimental, right? It's causing a lot of people some emotional and some mental, even physical stress and pain and harm. So I can understand where he's coming from that. But to say that it's deadlier than, than COVID-19, no, nah, man, it's not deadlier than COVID-19, but it's definitely causing a lot of harm. People are missing that human-to-human interaction. And, and they want it back, man. They're, they're tired of living their life in these restrictions and lockdowns. And, and most people get it. And I think everyone gets it. We're doing this so we can, you know, help stop the spread of COVID-19. That's why these lockdowns are in place. Yes, we have a vaccine now. But again, from my understanding, I think we're still very short on the amount of vaccines that we need. And we're still waiting for more of them to come in. And then on top of that, not even a whole lot of people want to get vaccinated From from what I was reading through. I also read some briefly about that. Someone says that we should pay people to take the COVID-19 vaccine. What makes you think that the people who don't even want to take the vaccine, when you throw some money at them, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll take the vaccine now. You're not like that's that is not going to make people want to take the vaccine. People have fears and reservations about it. Rightfully so. Right. It's probably one of the fastest vaccines we ever saw, you know, get put together and approved. Uh, by health organizations. And so people are skeptical about it. And that's fine, right? That's fine. Back to this original um, story about Doug Ford, Premier Doug Ford kicking uh, uh, Roman out of caucus. I think what pisses me off about this whole entire, like him being kicked out of caucus, I didn't think it was rightfully so. And the reason is because we you had the goddamn former minister of finance, the former Ontario minister of finance, uh, I think it's uh, Rod Phillips or something like that, the guy took a goddamn trip out the fucking country to some island with his family and stuff and came back despite everything you are saying and your party's trying to, you know, impose on people. This guy takes a fucking trip like he's better than everyone else. Sure, he resigns and sure, Doug says, oh, you know, I, I, I express my disappointment in him and yada, yada, yada. And you don't kick him out of fucking caucus. But this guy, who's writing an open letter, sure, maybe there is some misinformation inside that that uh, that letter. I don't know. I, I, I didn't take the time to sit there and fact-check everything. But a guy who wrote a letter, and who's, as my understanding, as far as I know, is still complying and doing what is asked of him, is kicked out of caucus, but the guy who took a trip out of the fucking country is able to resign and stay in caucus and in the party. That's, that's so nuts. I think that's the most frustrating part. Could you not have reprimanded this MPP in a different way versus just, you know, kicking him out of caucus? I think it's a little extreme, but it just, it just doesn't seem, you know, it, it just doesn't seem fitting, but this could be a good thing for this uh, Roman guy. This could solidify his, his re-election campaign. I don't know. A lot of people could hop on his side, but like, yeah, he was representing our uh, our riding's uh, interests. This is how we all felt, and uh, he put together the letter and put it out there. So we'll see how that one plays out for him. Something that was also like really trending last week, and I think it's still trending right now. People are making memes and TikToks and everything. Was the whole entire uh, the Drake thing? So Drake has a song with what's a DJ Khaled song, and he's on it. I think it's called Pop Star. And in the song, Drake says this I want a long life, a legendary one I want a quick death and an easy one I want a pretty girl and an honest one I want this drink and another one Now it's a dope line A lot of people like, oh, yo, that is a dope line But I guess people did some digging and stuff And they found out that that line was very similar to this line Which is a scene from Outlander Check it out just a long life and a merry one, a quick death and an easy one, a pretty girl and an honest one, a stiff whiskey and another one. It's literally the same thing. You know, there's a few tweaks here and there, but it's pretty much the same thing. Now, I don't know if anyone's really coming for Drake's head to be like, oh, you don't write your raps and you're stealing people's lines and stuff. Let's get something really, really straight and clear right off the bat. Drake doesn't necessarily write all of his rhymes he writes a good portion of them but he doesn't write all of his lines and there's nothing wrong with not writing your own music like pop stars country stars r&b stars they do it all the time but the reason why there is such a a well it's kind of like frowned upon in hip-hop is you're supposed to write your own bars and if you ever open your mouth and you say you're the best rapper alive x y and z all this shit and you're not writing your own bars that there is a problem there but I don't think this is a problem. I think this is really cool, right? If something inspires you, or, or you think it's really cool or neat or something, man, and you want to put it in a record, why not? Go for it, man. That was probably one of the most memorable lines in the song. Everyone, you'll hear everyone saying that. Jay Z does it all the time, not necessarily from a movie scene or stuff, but he, he'll he'll use uh, Biggie lines in his in his in his rhymes, and as he says. I'm not a biter, I'm a writer for myself and others I say a big verse, I'm only big enough my brother Big enough my barrel, I'm big enough to do it Yeah, man, you're paying homage Nothing wrong with that So if you're coming for Drake over that You need to just just kick back, man It's, it's definitely not that serious Drake's a good guy, he writes great music It is what it is If you're inspired by something, let it happen and the only thing is make sure you're cutting the check, right? <laughs> Cut the check. <laughs> That's another thing. I wonder if he, if he, if he sent any royalties to the person who wrote that line, you know, make sure they got a little something on the side, or maybe he had to clear it before he got to, before he put it into his, uh, into his songs. I also came across this today and I thought is, I thought it was, it's so crazy. And it just goes to show you the power of Drake and the work ethic that he has and his team has. Uh, he has become the first artist to reach 50 billion combined streams on Spotify. 50 billion combined streams on Spotify. Is there anything that this guy can't do? I heard Charlie Man the God uh, say a little while ago that, that we're coming to the end of the Drake era or something like that. I don't think so, man. People are always gonna want Drake's music because he makes good music. Regar- regardless if he floods if he floods the market with a ton of music. People always want to hear Drake music. And until another artist comes along who can do it bigger and better than Drake, Drake's just going to keep running it up, running it up, putting out these records, uh, crushing numbers. This is what he's going to do. I don't think we're at the end of the Drake era. I think this is probably, you know, we could call this the Drake 2.0 era. He's about to double down and really go in. I don't think we've seen the peak, the pinnacle of Drake just yet, but 50 billion combined streams on Spotify. In the show. So there's this trend on, on social media that has been just, it's been ramping up for years and years and years. I call it the fake kindness trend, right? And we've seen it many, many times on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it, every single social media platform has someone or a bunch of people doing these fake kindness challenges or these fake kindness trends. And they're essentially just like, you know, going to a homeless person and giving them money and and filming it and setting up all these different things to make them look like they are, you know, holier than God. And they are such a great person, but really you're the scum of the earth. I've always had the mindset that if you're going to help someone, if you're going to do something kind for someone There should never be a camera present like you should never go out your way to set up, like call the media or get your friends to video record what you're doing. Just do it just to be a genuine person. And if someone so happens to catch it on camera, well, then it is what it is. Or if someone so happens to um, tell people what you did for them, it is what it is. But don't go out of the way because you want to get views on social media of setting up all this stuff. I saw this one video it really disgusted me. There was a, uh, some guy who was faking being homeless lying on a bench. And then the guy with the camera came, came by as, as the guy was the fake homeless guy was sleeping, dropped 20 bucks on the ground. And then, you know, walked away and hid behind some friggin' lamppost as if no one could see you. And then filmed the guy, pick up the money and put it in his pocket and then act like he was sleeping again. And she'll be like, hey, man, did, did you see the money I dropped? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, oh, I really need that money, man. I, that's all the money I have. And then the homeless guy gives him the money. And he's like, oh, man, you're such a genuine person. You know, you keep the money. Like, you're you're so trash. How do you think that's cool and, and that that's just genuine? It's not. You're just doing it for views. And it's it's so disgusting because you know what? There are so many people right now who actually on a day-to-day basis do amazing kind things that just random strangers end up getting a video of, or that, uh, someone had this kind thing happen to them and they wanted to share the story about this person because they, they felt that, Hey, this person needs to be recognized for the amazing work that, that they did. Like I read a story a couple weeks ago about some guy who, who was at a diner. I can't remember what, uh, what, where it was. Knows in the states, he was at a diner and he left like a six hundred dollar tip. And on the tip, he wrote that you know that uh, the pandemic hasn't affected his, hasn't affected his job and he's been fine. He got a stimulus check and he figured that he might as well just share the stimulus check with people. And that's what he did. He went out and he you know just tipped six hundred dollars. And you see stories like that all the time, right? And it's not the person who who has done that who goes out and says, "Oh look look at the great thing I just did." Praise me, give me a pat in the back. No, it's the people that that has had this happen to them and they want to share this, this story. Bro, I read another story. I think it was in like Maine or Idaho or something where where two guys pulled this guy from a burning vehicle and saved his life and then just left. And the police have been trying to track these guys down to say, hey, look, we want to say thank you. We want to recognize for all the hard work that that, that you did, something that you, you never had to do. You know what I mean? But you did it anyways. So if we can, in this year and going forward, let's put an end to this whole entire fake kindness stuff. If you're going to be kind, be kind. If you're going to do it for views and stuff, I hope your shit flops. And to everyone who watches that stuff and they they give it a heart and they write in the comments, oh, what an amazing person. You're an idiot and you need to open your eyes to the world around you. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Who does that (laughs) who one person who is not so wrapped up in their ego and perception that people have of them does that. No one. I have never met someone who is a genuine person and does something like that. Matter of fact, let's go to the extreme here. If you see a video like that and you, and it's blatantly fake and it's blatantly staged report the goddamn video. So they, they can't make any damn money because they ain't doing, they ain't doing shit. And they're they're fucking up the world, man, with their bullshit kindness. <laughs> it's nuts. I can't. I don't know how these people sleep at night, man. I don't. I don't. Holy shit. All right. Look, the last thing we're going to get to here today, which is, I think, is super, super cool. But we are going to Nova Scotia, which I don't know a lot about Nova Scotia. Other than it's a part of Canada, They they drink a lot. They eat a lot of seafood. I think their, their biggest economy is um, fishing or fishery. But either way, Nova Scotia just became the first place in North America to make everyone who lives in the region automatically an organ donor. And this is as of Monday, January 18th, 2021 now before you start firing off and am like oh this is stupid this is crazy how dare they you know try to dictate what i do with my body blah 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 uh the the legislation doesn't force anyone to donate their body parts anyone in the province can opt out at any time so what they're doing is they're saying hey put everyone on the goddamn organ donor list and if they don't want to be on the list just notify us and we'll take you off the list it's that simple i've always said if i die in, in my, and my organs are still good and they can be of use to someone take them use it but do first check with my family and make sure that no one in my immediate family needs any part of my body because if they do i want them to have it first before someone else i'm sorry but you know we got to take care of the blood even though i'm in the ground For, I, I had no idea about this what i'm about to tell you now it says just one person's organs tissues which may include skin bone heart valves um, eyes, and more, could change or save up to 80 lives. 80 lives. The rest of Canada should implement this. If one person can save up to 80 lives, it's no brainer to me. When you're dead, you can't use your organs. What are you going to do with them? Let them rot away and go to waste? Like If your eyes are fine and you can help someone else see, give your eyes to someone else. If your heart is fine, give your heart to someone else. Same with your lungs and and whatever, man. So I'm glad to see that Nova Scotia has done this. Now I am going to know Nova Scotia as a a very progressive place who was looking out for people. That's pretty awesome, man. Hopefully again, the rest of uh, the country starts to fall suit and, and does things like this. If I hear someone get up on here on social media, the news and say this is infringing on people's rights and liberties and yada 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 i want to find you and slap the shit out of you because you don't care about saving people's lives one person can save 80 people I'll leave you with that all right, that's it for episode number four of The Zenga Show. Thank you so much for checking it out. And if you are sharing this show with your family and friends, I really, really, truly do appreciate that. Uh, that means the world to me. If you have a second, give the show a like, a review, and let me know what you think about it. Uh, you can reach out to me on social media at Zenga Radio. That's Z-E-N-G-A radio i'm on facebook twitter instagram uh reach out to me say what's up maybe you want my thoughts on a a certain topic a story whatever it is send me a dm send it my way i want to connect with as much people as i possibly can the show is brought to you by wolf m tech you can check them out at wolfmtech.com until episode number five tell someone you love them take care of one another and peace and love baby the zenga show